And the lesson we are learning here is that in life we need to focus on Christ and his sufficiency. That readies us for an honorable death. I want to speak about death today. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm reading from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1 to 5. This is how it reads. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling, because we are clothed, because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened, because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead, of, instead with our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now the one who has fashioned us for this purpose is God, who has given us the Spirit as a deposit, Guaranteeing what is to come. I want you to think with me today about this phenomenon called death. It is not an easy thing to talk about. It is one of the most common happenings, but the most shocking when it does happen. doesn't matter even if a person was sick for a while, sick, hospitalized. When we hear that they have passed on, our hearts get pain, pained because death is never a welcome visitor in any home. I want you to go with me as we read the words of Apostle Paul. Speaking to the Corinthians, he says words which for me could be the basis of us encouraging each other when the enemy called death visits us. He says, for we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God. What he begins to do here is to say, is to compare the body that we are clothed with here as a, as a tent. And he says, when this tent is destroyed, which is, which is death, we have a house eternal in heaven. Right there, we notice the, the, the better state of what happens after we die. A tent is temporary. A tent can be moved by the winds. But he says when the tent is destroyed, there's an eternal house waiting, not built by the hands of men. I want to propose to you that if we view this as truth from God, which it is, we ought to be able to change our attitude towards death especially as it re relates to ourselves. None of us who believe must be scared of death to the point of shivering, shivering and shaking whenever they realize that it is, a, it is a, 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 an occurrence that will happen even to them. Death is an appointment that we shall all shall keep. But let us remember that this death, if you think about it, is not a negative thing. We could easily call it a promotion. 
when your earthly tent is destroyed so that you will be clothed with an eternal dwelling which has been made by God's hands. It, I think it is a beautiful picture. He goes on to say, we groan as we long to be clothed with this new heavenly dwelling. He speaks for people who are constantly pursuing to be in a right frame so that when death attacks, this better life shall embrace them without questions. We spoke about this theologian who died and was wondering about what's going to happen on the other side. But he was told that you, you, you have no control over what's happening on the other side. But you've got control over who do you believe to take you to the other side. He says, for while we are in this tent in this fall, we groan and are burdened because we do not wish to be unclothed. Our, our groanings and our burdening is because we want to be ready. Because death is understood in the sense of the mortal being swallowed by the immortal. Death is when eternity steps in and pauses the temporary so that you may begin your eternity. Death is a gateway into a better life. Death is freedom from sin and all that sin wants to attack us with in this present world. Death is not the end of the story. Sometimes when we cry, we cry as those who have just witnessed somebody we will never see again. Paul does give us this injunction. He says, do not cry as those who do not have knowledge. So our crying must be seasoned with knowledge. We know that death is, is just but a passage into another life, into another existence. Isn't it strange that people are afraid of dying? Even a reggae artist sang a song that says, Everybody wants to go to heaven, but none of them wants to die. Amazing. If indeed we are looking forward to meet God, and we think that when God appears, he shall clothe us with a better life, why are we so scared of the method that takes us to him? Why are we crying as those who do not have knowledge? Life is short and uncertain. Life is short. Life is like a grass that withers. But once we know what, what, what awaits us beyond death, then death is no longer an issue. Then death is no longer something that scares us. Death is a reality that we embrace with open arms. Every weekend in every town, there's somebody being buried every weekend without exceptions. I can tell you now, that shall happen until the Lord comes. For we are dying daily. We live in a tent. We're looking forward to be clothed and be in a house not made with the hands of men. One day we shall trade our tent for a building. Death is not the end. 
Death is not reincarnation. Death is not evaporation. Death is not annihilation. And according to Ray, death is a trade-in. Where we trade in our broken down bodies for a new body. Where we trade in our, our disease-ridden and stricken body for a free body without disease. One of the songs we sing says there's no crying over there. Death ushers us into the space where there shall be no crying. In fact, the last enemy to be defeated will be death. Death shall die and we shall die no more when we are seated with the king. Paul tells us here that death is from God. Paul tells us that death is a passage to a house that is from God. Not made with the hands of men, eternal and heavenly. It's amazing that Paul begins this, this scripture by using the words he, we know. It's amazing that he says we know. You know, when someone says we know, you suspect an argument that precedes that uh, declaration we know. Sometimes when you speak to people, we speak and sound like, we are just guessing, we are just touching straws, we know. I've attended a couple of funerals in my life of believers, and I can tell you now that those who believe that death is ushering them to a better life get into a celebratory move when one graduates. Another song says, I'm going to join that great association, I'm going to join that great association. The song that all of us are singing, because those that have gone before us, we shall meet them. We look forward to meeting them. We look forward to having them celebrate and praise God with us. Because death was just an ushering for them into this new reality that is better. The mighty God of joy used to sing a song that says, there's a bright side somewhere. There's a bright side somewhere. Don't you stop till you make it. There's a bright side somewhere. When life hits us, when left and right we are attacked, let's be reminded that one day we shall meet the Lord. One day we shall exchange this, this frail body for a stronger body made with the hands of God. Death is not the end. Death is not reincarnation. And we realize that the nature of this resurrected body will be better than what we're experiencing now. I can imagine those who are in crutches, who cannot walk well because of the inflammation in the bones and in the joints and they are not able to, to resolve it and so they have to struggle walking. As they walk on in the pain in this world, there is a thought inside that says it's going to get better one day. One day I'll throw away these things. One day I'll walk tall, I will run again because death shall have ushered me to that better body that comes from God. Death is also an answer to our groaning. If you, if you, if you are honest to yourself, life is there's a lot of groanings. There's cancer, there's abuse, there's hatred, there's hurricanes, there's crime, there's sadness, there's night, there's sickness, there's death. Oh, we are crying because of these exist things that exist 
But death is also an answer to the groaning that says, now because we're going to die, there's a better life awaiting us on the other side. Death must never be a subject that we, we escape, run away to and avoid. Death must not be a subject that we reserve only for funerals. Death is a subject we must talk to each other about every day because even today, as I speak, someone is dying somewhere. Death removes our fears. We are no longer afraid because we know what's happening on the other side. It's amazing that death, as negative as it is, as a poet who wrote, death, be not proud. God will not, death, will not allow death to win. God will not allow death to win. Let me read you a poem called God's Acre. It says, I like the, that ancient Saxon phrase which calls the burial ground God's Acre. It is just, it concentrates its grave within its walls and breathes a benison over the sleeping dust. With thy rude plowshare, death turn up the sod and spread the furrow of the seed with sow. This is the field and echo of our God. This is a place where human harvests grow. What he's saying is that when a person is buried, they're actually being planted. For when they resurrect, they resurrect better people with better bodies. Oh, how amazing it is to know that this life is not the end. In fact, to know that death is not the end. And I can see a smile on your face as you think about your grandfather who passed on, who feared the Lord, who loved the Lord. When you realize that death was not the end, you look forward to meeting them again. You look forward to meeting them again. Our faith is based on that. that you see, resurrection plays an important role in our lives. And so when we die, we know we shall be resurrected. Death does not end the story. Death does not end the story. Death does not end the story. Don't be afraid of death. For death does not end the story. Death does not end the story. Death is a certain step. It is certain in Hebrews 9.27 we are told it is appointed unto men to die. Our life is vapor. Death is certain but we are never prepared for it. We know we're going to die but we don't know when. And this causes us to be indecisive every day. Some people are saying, why do I have to work when I'm going to die? Some people say, why do I have to get married when I'm going to die? The realization that death is a universal reality for all of us doesn't mean that we must cease or pause living. I have a saying that says, live until you die. Until the Lord calls you, 
keep going. But never allow death to be somber. Never allow death to bring you down. The thought of death, even the experience, must cause a celebration to you. They have crossed on over. They have overcome. We will join them in the morning.